Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about the differences and the dynamics that go on between men and women in our relationships and how understanding these dynamics can significantly improve your relationship. In fact, this week, we're going to continue on in another component of this dynamic to really help shift the way you show up in your relationship to get the results that you want to create more connection and harmony in your life and in your relationships. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So... How are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today and, you know, to really continue the discussion that we had last week around masculine and feminine energy and how those dynamics play in our relationship. And when we can really understand them and appreciate them our world changes. So last week we spent some time on masculine energy and how they are single focused. And so they go deep in wherever their attention is and how feminine energy is diffused awareness. And so there is a lot of things that they're taking in visually that they're seeing everything and everything is talking to them that things need to get done. And so this is why we have, and I've had my husband say this to me, can't you ever shut it off? <laughs> like that would be like me telling me not to be feminine <laughs> because that's the way my brain works. It's the way I'm wired at the core. And so really we have to learn to appreciate these differences and um, allow them because that is how sparks are created in our relationships. This week, I really wanted to focus on another dynamic, and I think I kind of touched on it a little bit last week, but I really want to dive into that this week, and it's all around asking. For the longest time, I had you know, this thought, like, why is it that I have to ask for everything? Why can't they just see what needs to be done and not have me ask them for everything that needs to be done. Because again, here I am, I diffused awareness and my brain doesn't shut off and I can see the sticky hands on the fridge, on the um, dishwasher, the dishes that need to be unloaded and the dirty ones uh, that need to be loaded back in, the laundry, the toys, you know, the footprints on the tile. Um, so the floors need to be mopped. Like this is just the brain of a feminine energy woman. Like it just is. And it's not a right or a wrong. It's just part of who we are and how we're wired. And we talked a little bit about that last week as well. So here's the thing. The other side of masculine and feminine that's really important is the way in which we communicate. There is what's called implied communication and direct communication. 
our masculine energy men need uh, direct communication. They do not understand well implied communication. Now let's let's take a step back here. Can they understand implied communication? They can when they have the understanding of how feminine energy shows up. We speak in implied. We don't want to have to ask. We want people to offer help, to just show up and do because that's what good girls do. We just do and we serve and we give and we give and we give and we get so tired from all the giving. And then we start going, why isn't anyone giving back to us? And then we get upset because we're not, no one's asking for our help and yet we're doing more and more and more to help, and we're not having that reciprocated. Well, when that's the mindset that we have around this, what we're not seeing is we're not seeing the dynamics at play. That is feminine energy at the core. Masculine energy needs direct communication. They need to know exactly what is needed. It's not implied. It is not a test. You're going to the mall together um, and you're walking down the mall. You go into one of the shops and you're looking at some of the clothes and you say, oh, this is such a beautiful sweater. I really like this sweater. And in the back of your mind, you have, oh, our anniversary is coming up. This would be such a wonderful gift to get. But I'm not going to say anything. I just implied, so he should totally get those hints. No, they don't get the hints. That is not speaking their language. They're more than likely just going, cool, it's a sweater. Glad you like it, right? That's not on their radar necessarily. So you must ask in a way that is direct. If you want the sweater for your anniversary, you need to say, husband, this would be an amazing gift for my anniversary gift. And I would love it. I would feel so good in it. You know, let them know what it is that you're needing. So we need to, ladies, give our men the answers to the tests that we put them through, you know, through our implied communication, the thoughts, the things that we're creating up in our mind and experience we want to have with them. We need to communicate it in a way so that it lands, and that is through direct communication. And I want to talk about this a little bit. There is a tool I'm going to share with you. It's called a vulnerable ask, and it is an important way to frame any ask that you have. And there's two parts to it. The first part is it must be an open-ended question that provides more than one possible answer, okay? When we are asking, when there's only one acceptable answer, that is called a no-win situation. There's no way to answer the question that is going to make anyone feel good about it. I'm going to give you an example of, of something like that. Here it is. Can you give me a hand? The right answer there is, well, yes, you can. <laughs> and you can hear the annoyance in my voice. So it's, it's not going to open up the dialogue. It's a yes, no here that really isn't going to open the dialogue versus would you please help me with the laundry or would you please help me by unloading the dishwasher, asking for what it actually is, where there is a yes, no, and there's not that means of judgment going into the question with you person, there's only one right answer here. So make sure you're answering it correct. That is not inspiring or motivating. So you really need to think about how you're asking questions in your relationship. Now, the second part to a vulnerable ask is supplying and giving what that will do for you or give you when they take that action. I'm going to go back to the question here. Can you give me a hand? 
which is, you know, one right answer that's coming out there with that judgment that's in the way the question is posed, as well as the second question that was more open, um, where there was more than one acceptable answer, which was, would you please help me with the laundry or with the dishwasher? So there's two possible answers. And now here's how you follow up with that. I would really appreciate it if you could help me with the dishwasher by unloading it because I have five other things that I'm working on right now and I'm getting really overwhelmed and I can feel my stress levels building up in front of me and I just need some assistance so I can stay calm or so I can get these things done and move on to the next segment of my day. Do you think you could help me with this? You are giving the reason behind what it's going to do for you. And that helps light masculine energy up because they want to win. They want to do good. They want to serve. They want to make you happy. They want to know that they can make you happy. And so when you present things in such a way where you are being open and vulnerable with what it will do for you, it helps your relationship. It helps them be successful because you're using direct communication and you feel better because you're able to influence those around you with the way you're asking. So here's the thing. We have to be okay asking for what we want and for what we need. The resistance that will happen because your brain doesn't want to have to ask for everything. It doesn't think it needs to. It thinks that everyone should have diffused awareness and know what's needed and be intuitive in that way. And that's just not the world we live in. We are not all feminine energy. So when we ask more in our relationships in that way, not demanding, there's a difference between an ask and a demand. When we are demanding and telling people what to do, That is not what I'm talking about. That is not a vulnerable ask. It will not inspire. It is dictating and no one wants to be dictated at. They want the ability to choose, to have agency, to know they have a choice in the matter and that they are creating those results in their life as well. So present it in a way where there's more than one right answer, that you're providing what it will do, how it will light you up by them taking action. And um, I really want that to be the focus for this week. So the call to action for this week is that greater awareness around how often are you in your head going, well, if my man would just do this, then I could be happy, or he must not care enough about me because he doesn't see the things that make me happy and he doesn't do it. I want you to really be aware how often is that happening in your head and get out of that space. Focus on giving your partner the answers to the test that you're putting them through. In fact, throw the tests out the door and just give them the answers by asking for what it is that you need. Because I promise when you understand the dynamic between the two energies, you will feel better about asking, especially when you're getting the results that you're wanting, the action that's being taken. So take the time this week to do that. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened.
Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.